Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hi. We've got Annette. We've got Renate. Wonderful. Hi, Vicky. How are you? In the dark. And we've got Talia, who's from Europe, and it's her first time on. So ah, welcome. how wonderful. Oh, welcome. Yeah, so exciting. Yeah. All right. So how is everyone feeling? Ooh. Tired? Yeah, I know we're we're on on. Uh, well, I think it's is it a, eleven o'clock or so for you, Renate? Oh well, indeed, yes, because uh, we have uh, my my friend is an entrepreneur exactly in the place of the war. We have business oh, in Russia gotcha. and in Ukraine. Ah, oh, gotcha. So you're kind of in the middle of and the in Kazakhstan. Yeah. And exactly the three the three places are are in trouble. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's a problem. It's a problem yeah. really. Uh, a stress. But you know, soul craft, we need that. Yeah. We need exactly soul craft for me at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I know I, I think we all feel so affected by it, but for both of you even more so because you're yeah. right there. Yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Way it is when you have uh, people against democracy. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, Renate, your Usana business is in those um, countries, or this is another business that you have? I have my business in Germany. Usana oh, is my business. It's, it's mm. my, my thing. Yeah, okay. Peter, Peter has another thing. He, okay. he, is, he's, he works in, uh, he buys Usana. But he's a customer. I yeah. Can you use that expression? He's an associate, but um, not very active. But he, his businesses are in those other countries. Okay. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Oh, it's very stressful. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, but come, we're talking about the thing. Yes. <laughs> so yes. crap. But Talia, we, we wanted to officially welcome you to your first office hours. And I think maybe week three of Soulcraft. Is that, are you in module three? Yeah, I'm in module three. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, well, we're so glad to have you. We've been, we've been waiting for you to be able to come onto a call. So welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, now, what, what city are you in? And I'll just, because Renate's from Europe as well as Claudia, who's coming on. What, what city are you in? I'm from Belgium. You're in Belgium? Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Fantastic. So Claudia is probably the nearest to you. So Claudia, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's in the wrist. So great. So we've got, I don't know if this appears to all of all of you the same way, but I've got the three Europeans on on the bottom of the gallery. Does it show up the same for you? No, okay. For me. Up, okay. <laughs> and for me, it's showing the three Australians at the top. Oh, wow. I'll just claim that I'm Australian. And it's got the three Europeans. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, well, just a little bit more for Talia, since this is her first time. Normally how we do these calls is the first half hour is more on the modules and your network marketing business, so the business side. And specifically, we always like to give a lot of time to the new people. So Tally, if you have any questions, just feel free um, to ask as many as you want. And then the second half, we go more into personal development. Um, and it's, it's really like sometimes I'll set a theme, sometimes it's more just what comes up. But we usually have that split because Soulcraft is always about the business, but then also our, our life as well. 
So I have one pre-submitted question from Emmanuel that I actually wanted to get everyone's input on. But before I go to that, Talia, do you have anything that you'd like to ask in any of the modules that you've gone through so far or anything that's in your business right yeah. now? Yeah, I have one question. So I was doing model three okay. about the presentations and I was wondering the methods that you explain, can you use it um, online too? Yes, and is that the health and wellness spa specifically, or? Yeah, uh, we do most um, health and collagen. Okay, health and collagen. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. And just so I make sure I understand um, completely. So you know how in module three, it's about the five different ways to present. So you've got like the one on one, you've got the online business presentation, you've got the hotel, you've got the and when you say can it be done? Is it specifically the health and wellness spa presentation you mean? Yeah, it is. So I already for the business, I already doing it online. Okay, but um, I was thinking for our products. So we we did um, workshops offline. So we went to people's houses, but uh, due to COVID, we can't do that anymore. And I also um, um, found that my team doesn't want to do that anymore. Me neither. Uh, so we want to do it completely online. <laughs> so I was wondering if I can implement it online. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so funny, I think, because everyone now that we've had this, whether they're people who have gone to a job and now they're working from home, they don't want to go back to their job. <laughs> they just want to do everything on Zoom. And yeah, yeah. so ab absolutely. So what you would do is go through this, the same exact module. And because really the health and wellness spa was just created because I wanted to showcase my particular products in a way that was more educational, but also where they could try it. And I could give them more a history of why these products worked, what the founder was like, like all the things that really matter and help people decide to use their products. So you would just use the same philosophy, but for your products. Now, because you, it sounds like you probably don't have skincare. Is that right? When you say collagen? Uh, we do have. Oh, that's even better. Okay, because you can do it even if you didn't have skincare, you would just use product samples for whatever it is. But if you have skincare, that's even better. It can be done without skincare. But the nice thing about skincare is there's an immediate um, result versus supplements and even collagen, like a supplement can take longer to obviously to see the result. So when you have the skincare, they'll leave seeing the result. And if do you have a mask at all? Yeah. Okay, that's even better because when their mask is on their face, they can't do anything but listen to you. And there's something there's something magical when people have that on, they're just so receptive. And then that's where you really wanna go into what makes the company different, what makes your founder different, and what makes the line different. So yeah, absolutely. Do it, just follow it for your products and then you would just do it online. Now, Claudia, when is your your sip and scrub i haven't been i've just let you manage that has it passed yet no <clears throat> it comes up uh, the for for belgium is the 30th of uh, april <clears throat> but for belgium it is in the middle of the night huh? <laughs> so why is that is that is that because you're catering for everybody else claudia uh, yes <laughs> i mean um 
I, I, if you want to, if you want to have decent times for Australia and US, then somebody has to be in the middle of the night, and then I opted for me being in the middle. I mean, it's one o'clock. Huh? Yeah. So, um, and I do the night shift, I said. That means that there, there might probably not be a lot of prospects <laughs> from my yeah. point but of for view. For you, but you're, you're the others, Because there were the, uh, the others kind of, like Vicky, she wanted to um, yeah, thank you. train type of thing, and also Emmanuel and Susan. Mm -hmm. And um, for these people, then it is more real if they also have the possibility for um, inviting prospects. So okay. this possibility is created with having not eight o'clock in the morning, but 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> on a Sunday, which is even, uh, but okay. And, and then come somewhere in the afternoon um, in US and that makes night shift for Europe, yeah. Okay, okay but okay, yeah. feel free to join. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Claudia, do you mind tagging her in that post? And then, you can, then if yeah. you want okay. to see, mm -hmm. So that's going to be a, it's very similar to the health and wellness spa, but it's just changed slightly. And so that's where you can kind of see it in action. And then I'm assuming Claudia, you'll probably do a Zoom um, recording yep. of it. Okay. A recording, I'm not sure we were discussing that. <laughs> because of the, the guests, are you thinking? Yeah, the yeah. potential guests and, and things like that. Okay. And yeah. So just in case you're worried about the guests, if you can get on it, um, Talia, live, that might be good just in case. Because usually if it's like a training, we'll always record it. But if we have to be worried about someone's privacy and we want them to, the guests to feel really comfortable, like being makeup less, et cetera. So would that be helpful just to see? Uh, yeah, that would be very helpful. So I'm going and, and to try. <laughs> if you, if you, uh, do you speak German, Talia? No, very no. little. Because we have another Sibens Cup in German to, tonight in the 1930 time frame. So that would be another option just to, to get a feeling of it. But okay. Then, but it's in German. It's in German. Okay. I don't think I'm going to understand that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> The option would be getting up super early. So, but yeah. normally we would record things, but just this, you know, so hopefully that's understandable. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you guys coordinate that, but that would be really good to see. But yes, absolutely. It's, it's designed to be able to do online as well. And a lot of people have been doing it online, you know, throughout the past two years. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, if you if you do one and um, yeah, just let you know, let us know how it goes. And as you're prepping for it, ask us questions and you can create even just a thread on our Facebook group and just keep asking questions and we'll all kind of chime in. Okay. okay. Any other questions for you, Tally, at all? Uh, not at the moment. I wrote down a lot of questions, but I lost my paper. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no worries. You can just put them on the Facebook group and I'll, I'll respond to you. Oh, I do know you, you had one question about how to get people's emails. Yeah, true. Okay. So that is in, um, I think it's actually in module three. I will post just to make sure. I actually have a document that you can use to get people's emails. And what I always do is on this particular document, it has it. It says like when you um, give me your email address, you're also subscribed to my email list. So I've been doing that for years. The only thing now is that 
it's trickier, especially in Europe because of permissions with email. So if you just if you have an iPad, this is really easy. You can set up a page on your iPad where people have to opt in to and they actually like they put in their email address and they actually give permission. And then that helps you um, make sure that it's legal within Europe. So that's what I do for my SoulFit dance classes now. When people opt in, they actually have to, on my iPad, there's a page. It has like everything that it's about. And then when they opt in, they're giving me permission to put them on my email list. Okay, I'm going to look into that. Okay. And then if you want to, if anyone wants to see that opt-in for my SoulFit dance, just go to soulfitdance.com. And then when you scroll down, you'll see that opt-in and you can just see what I've done. And I, mine is done through Gravity Forms. So that's a, a fairly inexpensive plugin. Um, but there's, if, if you don't have a website, you can also just um, Google, um, how would I create an opt-in on my iPad? So there's other okay. like, like inexpensive I programs. Saw on MailChimp you, that you can make landing pages. There you go. Yes, that's even better. Yes, do, do that. That's perfect. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and it makes it really easy. I don't have my iPad with me, but it's just so nice. Like I take it to my class. I, I need to actually create one for Peter's Breathwork events where people just put in their email and it opts them into the list. Okay, I'm going to make a landing page. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, so I'm going to um, ask Emmanuel's question. And what I might have everyone do is just put it in the chat. So he wanted to know what personal development books you recommend um, when someone is starting network marketing. And so I wanted to get everyone's um, opinion on that as well. And he had a really good point. There's just so many books out there. When someone starts network marketing and joins our team, what would you most recommend? Mm -hmm. And if you want to put it in the chat, this that's just easy for um, for everyone to be able to see as well. So one I still recommend, even though it's harder reading these days, like it's not the language that we normally use anymore, but Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, I still have everyone read because that mm -hmm. is just so good. And for me, the two concepts in there that made all the difference that I still live by is that idea of the magnifying glass, that if you have a field and you want to start a fire, there is no way that if you take a magnifying glass and you're just running it all over the grass in the field, you're never going to start a fire. But if you put that magnifying glass in one place, you'll start a massive fire. And that's really the analogy that taught me to focus. And I really think focus is a superpower. So not doing too many things like every day thinking to yourself, what can I let go? Because when we do too many things or we multitask, we never do anything well. And so that's, I've always thought focusing is my superpower. The other thing which I connected to network marketing is Napoleon Hill, I think he probably interviewed someone, so it probably wasn't even him. But in the book, it says, when you help others get what they want, that's what naturally helps you get what you want. And I always thought that's network marketing. You know, we want financial freedom, we want health, we want community, we want fulfillment. And if we help other people in our team grow their business, which is what they want too, that's how we actually get it. 
And I just thought, I love that. Like by focusing on helping other people get what they want, I will naturally get what I want. And I just thought, how beautiful is that? Mm -hmm. Rather than just being in this for myself, which wouldn't be very fulfilling, but I help other people get what they want. And then that helps me get what I want. So those, those were the two things for me. Yes. Okay. Let's go through these because these are so good. It's Claudia. Yes. The science of getting rich by Wallace D. Waddles. Yes. And it's not even that big. That is so, so good. Yes. Oh, do you have it? Let me see. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. That reminds me of, um, Lyle McWilliams, um, comparative guide. It looks like the cover looks like it. The colors yeah. on it. And, and for me, it's an easier read than the other one which you mentioned. Yes, it is. It definitely. That's is. why I I did choose this. Uh, and I, I I mean the yellow stuff in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, that's a good book for a book club, isn't it? Really, that book. Mm, a book club. The the science of getting rich because I think kind of you could use it as discussion or any of them you can use as discussion can't you really yeah but the, yeah. Sci the science of getting rich is nice because it's small and yeah yeah and it probably truthfully for emmanuel if emmanuel if you're listening to this it's probably better for your age group because think and grow rich is just really hard it's just written so long ago but if you can if you can get through it it's just yeah it's so good Okay, Vicky, yes, 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 my goodness. The Business of the 21st Century by Robert Kiyosaki. And if you can get a hold of that on Amazon, it's good so books. good to give to prospects. It's a really thin book. Yeah. Like I, in, back in the day when I started, I gave that to so many people and it's what actually got them into network yeah. marketing. So that's a, yeah, Business of the 21st Century, Robert Kiyosaki. The Psychology of Winning by Dennis Waitley. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I totally forgot about that book. Thank the you. Yeah, that's a really the Business of the 21st Century, for me, um, gave me a quite a good understanding of why I would want to opt for network marketing as a general. As a lot of people, when they start, they are not so much yet into this industry, and they get here sufficient background information and words and things like that from a well-known person let's say to make yeah to increase their own certainty that's what i think is the yes. book bringing you yeah really well said yeah so i i think if if you wanted something on wealth the science of getting rich is probably really good and then if you want to raise someone's belief in network marketing the business of the 21st century and interestingly, I think that's even better than um, cash flow quadrant because sometimes people don't get through cash flow quadrant, even though it's so good. But the, the business of the 21st century, everyone can get through because it's so small and it, it, it really shifts you. Yeah. Jim Rohn on YouTube, yes. Anything by Jim Rohn is so good. He has the... Um, He's the author, I mean, he's so quotable. <laughs> but my favorite quote was, the easiest thing to do is the easiest thing not to do. Yeah. That, that like forever changed me as well. That's good. And he keeps it very, with a lot of humor as well. It makes it a really, really good listening um, type of, and it's really great for, for brand new associates. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, you're so right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
but I would say read them all because I got all of these books and that really it shifts your your belief. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and really, if if we all can be reading, like all of us still should be doing this, like a book a month, which, which you really can do if you just do 10 minutes a day. Like you can get through a book a month at 10 minutes a day, and maybe a little more on the weekend. Um, okay, so Claudia, oh, who's, oh, it was Vicky who said that, and Claudia said that too. Yes, okay. GoPro Eric Worre, yes. Oh, my goodness, yes. When you see what that Sorry, good. Mm-hmm. Manifesto for for a Moral Revolution by Jacqueline Novogratz. 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 Okay, how do you um, Carmen, uh, that book, um, well, Renate, I'm losing you just a little bit. It's more, more about, uh, you hear me? I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm losing you. Is that just me? Are, are you with me? Hello? Are you breaking up, Renata? Okay. Uh, I'm here again. You're no, here. I'm saying that book, that book is important because they show how capable we are for to be social and help people. So when someone has a focus more not to create wealthy, so create a community that will be part of your expectations. Then Mora for uh, that that book is great for social revolution. It's, it's showing how it's practical to, to work with the people and show our capabilities as social as humans being human beings. It's more focus in how human we can be to create a network market. Yeah. Uh, business and that I found it very interesting. Very interesting is it is a little different focus, but it's also very agreeable to read because it's a it's a it's a practical book. She, she shows is a woman. She shows uh, how you with the little communities can achieve a lot, a lot of good work yeah. in network marketing also. Yeah, it was a bestseller for you New York Times. Times in 2020. It's quite new with the book. Mm. Yeah, and very, very apropos for what we're doing. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's a little bit more update. Can mm. I use that expression? Yeah. It's quite update. It's a very good book. It's a New York Times book award in 2020 for network marketers, really. Mm. It's a network marketer book. Interesting. Okay, I'll have to check that one out. Thank you. I haven't yeah, heard thank that you. one. Mm. my pleasure (laughs) excuse me and then um okay this actually i've heard of obviously fraser brooks but i haven't read this one so social media i dare you and i double dare you okay can can you just tell us quickly um claudia in terms of social media what do you think it focuses on because there's so many social media books so i'd love for people to hear your take on it Uh, social media i mean fraser is very much focusing on social media the, the books are um, taking the basics, but always in the view of social media, how okay. you can make the basics work and then be on Facebook. So he's mainly Facebook, then Instagram, and then TikTok. So that is his, he's not so much on LinkedIn, for example. So that is where his focus is. 
but I always have the feeling as well, if something it changes, Fraser knows it first. <laughs> yeah. And if you're with Fraser, you know it as well. And he has also a free Facebook group to the I Dare You. So he has the I Dare You community where he has free content regularly, which I think is very valuable as well, specifically for beginners. Because okay. I, I think for beginners, like what Renate said as well, community is also important. Okay, okay fantastic. That's, I haven't seen that one either. I know Fraser Brooks, but not that particular book. And that's really good to have a Two, huh? two. I Dare You is one, and I Double Dare You is the second one. And with these two books, you, uh, you cover all the basics um, for network marketing. I mean, the, the in, invite, uh, and how do you do it? Now specifically focus uh, on social media. Okay, fantastic. So it's an add-on. I wouldn't say um, only go for these books. But if you want to be present on social media, then I think you cannot get past these books. <laughs> mm. Okay, that's fantastic. Thank you, Claudia. And then Vicky said, has anyone read Being the Best You Can Be in MLM by John Kalench? I haven't. It's an old It's old. Book. Okay. okay. It is old, but my God, it is so good. Really? Okay. It is, it's really probably the, it's probably Eric Worre's where um, is. I think the maybe I haven't I haven't read the whole thing. Joe Hassan lent it to me because she used to be in, in an MLM when you believe in it. Too? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll check that one out too. It's really good about can. belief. Okay. It's really good about self belief and okay. finding your why and your purpose. Ooh, well, that's where that's the beginning. That's where it starts, and then I, I think it teaches you. He's a trainer. Okay. So. Anyway, I haven't read the whole thing yet, but I'm working through it. Okay. That's so far, so good. I'll check that out too. Yeah. And the other one is the book by, the, by Michael Oliver. He's really good too. I forget yes. that I've yes. got these books. Yeah. He's very good. He's all all about listening and asking the right questions. Yeah. Yes. Anything by Michael Oliver. <laughs> I grew up on him in, in network marketing too. He's the. Okay. Yeah. I think he was, he must, it must've come from Australia. No, I think he's American, isn't he? American. But he he did do a lot of <laughs> he went to New Zealand and he did a lot of training in New Zealand. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, that's great. Okay, yeah. any other recommendations? This was fantastic. Well, um, Carmen, I have on my book reading list, and I haven't, I've got to say, I haven't read it, so I hadn't put it on this list, but you know, you always talk about um Ask and is given by Esther Hicks. So yes. it's got to go on my list. Yes, yes. That that is one I just think it's in a different has everyone here read it, Ask and It's Given? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyone? Okay. So it's worthwhile mentioning if you relate more to universe when you think of something like a, a higher power than yourself, asking it it's given is good for you. If you relate more to God, then get um the power of intention by Wayne Dyer. So they're essentially very similar information, but one is you're going to relate more to God and one you're going to relate more to the universe. But both of those just really help your belief, your faith, your trust, your being. Um, and they also really both connect you to doing what you love and keeping your vibration high, which is a, a real tenant of soul craft that by doing the things that we love, we're going to feel better, we do better in our life, and we're more attractive to our prospects as well. So yeah, that's, yeah. So for, for me, I, it would be 
think and grow rich, ask and it's given, and um, the business of the 21st century. Those would be my top three. But I now have some more that I need to read. <laughs> so I may, one of those might get taken off and it might get replaced. So this is awesome. Anyone else want to give their two cents? All right, fantastic. Okay, so let me see how we're we doing for time or oh, any other questions. All right, well, let's move on to what we had started talking about last week, which we, Robin actually volunteered her um, self-limiting belief. So what we're going to continue thinking about is what do we each think could be a self-limiting belief that's preventing us from, from creating the life that we want? Because I, I always believe that if we're not creating what we want, there's some limiting belief that is, is stopping us. So whether it's I don't deserve money, I, you know, I'm, I'm too old, um, I'm not good on social media, you know, whatever it is, there's some limiting belief. So just have a second to think about this. If you were here on last, last time's call two weeks ago, just go back to your notes and you can go deeper into that particular one. But let me know if anyone else wants to share a limiting belief that we can, we can deconstruct together. Because even if you don't think anyone else has that beliefs, we all usually have it somewhere, like not maybe as strongly, but it's somewhere in our psyche. So does anyone want to share? And I know this can kind of make you feel more vulnerable, but we, it's all, all in us, so don't feel, or even if it's something like you think, oh God, I should be over this by now, don't worry at all. You know, I one thing that all still comes up for me that i think i've shared this before but it still comes up like it'll disappear for months and then it comes up again if there's someone in my dance class that doesn't look like they're enjoying themselves all my attention goes to them versus like focusing on all the people that are enjoying themselves and of course part of that is i want to help them but also it's very much um, steeped in wanting everyone still to like me you know, and wanting them to have a good experience, yes, but also wanting them to like me. So I just notice when that comes up. So it's okay if you have something that keeps coming up, we just want to notice it. Okay. For yeah, okay, for go, go ahead, Claudia. <laughs> for me, it's, um, I'm working on it, but yep. for me, it's a busy, a busy thing. So um, I have in my head that before I can really achieve and grow, I mean, to the, into the diamonds, let's say, um, it is connected with being super busy. Yeah. And that's something which I do not want. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I understand the effort and things like that, but, but that the whole thing is swallowing me off and I have no other time or whatever um, for other things that is not what I want so I'm I'm working to and, and then I get these messages <laughs> from the universe <laughs> like I um, you can do less and achieving more that is what is then compelling to me and that is where I'm working on how I can put that into reality yeah and and yeah. to your credit I've really noticed when we've been on these calls or other calls as well, you'll bring in those positive affirmations, like, you know, less is more, or I can't think off the top of my head, but I can <laughs> see you 
rewiring your brain. So it's, that's one. Yeah. <laughs> it's work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for most women, this is a, a big thing because we've equated working hard with success or, um, you know, me, me too. You know, I grew up with a grandma that was a really hard worker passed on to my mom. And that's what I did for most of my life was study hard, work hard, and then you get results. But there is a different way where we don't have to work as hard or as effortful. So let's let's deconstruct this. So the first thing when we have a belief that we want to change, we want to, number one, really congratulate ourselves for finding that belief because most people just operate continually with a the belief they don't realize they have. So number one, you're ahead of the game just for re realizing it. Then number two, you want to think about where did it come from? And so think about because when we can think, okay, did that come from something I saw when I was younger? Did it come from my mom, my dad? Did it come from the fact that I always got results by working hard and then all of a sudden it stopped working? You know, where did it come from? So I think this is really good for all of us to think about because most women have this in them. And I know if, if Dr. Ali was here, we've had this conversation with, with Dr. Ali as well, that, you know, thinking that just by working harder and harder, you're going to get better results. And it does work. It seems to work when you're younger. And I think in part that's when you're because, young. Yeah. And it's not just because we were young. It's just, it's almost like you, you have to go through a bit of um, the fire and the polishing of a diamond in order to be be good at different things or just to learn but if we keep that pace we're not meant to once we hit you know like our 40s 50s like those are the years where we're supposed to be relaxing and have things more magically flow because we've already put in the polishing the work so so think about first where it's come from this does anyone have an insight there I know for me, I always got really, two things, I always got praised for working hard when I was young. And then also because I grew up um, in a religious family, and I couldn't, um, it was very, very strict. So I couldn't like go to dances and date and all that type of thing. And so I didn't really belong at school. But how I could get recognition at school is be good with my grades. So I couldn't get recognized for being, you know, on the basketball team or being a cheerleader or because I couldn't do those things. But by getting good grades, I could be recognized and admired and respected. So and probably respect was the big thing that I wanted. So that's that's really been my whole life to think, OK, if I work hard, I'm going to be respected. So I had to un unravel that. Does anyone else have a kind of a realization where you got it from, if, if that is something you have? Uh, for, for me, it goes in a similar direction. I have an event where I, as a kid, I got internalized. My emotions are of no value type of thing. So that made then me looking for this, uh, whatever, respect, recognition that, okay, I, I am of value for whatever things. and and. I then also made sure that I get good grades and things like that at school, because then I have good values. And we have the joke, my mama and I, I 
I was crying because I had only a two plus, which was more or less one of the best things, but not the best. <laughs> so I was crying that I didn't achieve it. So that made it all contributed to me behaving like that. And um, later it then was like when I, when people confront me, how many sales volume points, how um, is it not more than the last of the book? That then uh, made me kind of closing down. It was not motivating for me. It was kind of limiting me or making me kind of ah, like tension. So yeah. I said, yeah. okay, how can I change that? And that's then, um, yeah, it's much better now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. you see how it all hangs together in, in a way. Huh? And you, you carry it around. Okay, I'm not uh, 10 years anymore. Huh? So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I carry it around for quite some time before I start uh, kind of realizing what is going on. And, and, and I love the word, there is a, a different way and also there's maybe a better way for yeah. me. Yeah. And, and that is what I'm on, on yeah. to find. Yeah. And then if you get it into the perspective of, okay, journey, and for me, for sure, fun yeah. <laughs> type of thing. And then another word is ease. Um, one, one sentence which is very compelling to me is um, I am designed to walk through this life with ease and the ease is in capital letters so that's like oh that's exactly nourishing what I'm working on and and yes and then lately I realized that my my um, feeling for time um, I have more time I mean it feels that I I have an, something going on and when I re try to recall it, it is a feeling of weeks ago and it was only yesterday. Mm. Mm. So the time, time expands. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're related yeah. to time. And, and I, I know from kids, they have now also this ex big time feeling because mm -hmm. they are all the time focusing on the things. I mean, really living in the now is the mm -hmm. message here. Yeah. And, and that looks like, I mean, I experience that, that it's more and more now I'm able to integrate that into my life with these kind of results. And if you have more time, you can do more, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Type of feeling I have then. And, and that is fun and that I like. And, and then that's how I see that it's growing and getting better. Huh? Yeah, and it's the opposite of feeling mm -hmm. tense and tight. You're, you're mm -hmm. feeling that expansion. Yeah. 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 And then so, I read time is an illusion and then, hmm, <laughs> and I start thinking here. So, yeah, that's and, and the last thing so where I'm now kind of focusing on is the book. No? I, we were talking about books, a happy Oops. pocket full of money. Yeah, yeah. I call it the book. And in, in the meantime, a lot of people call it the book. <laughs> and that's really contributing also to the, to the awareness, which is more and more coming up these days due to the things going on in the world. That's for me contributing to it. Did I see it like, would I see it the same way like 10 years ago? I doubt. I think I needed a certain development level um, before mm. the messages of the book really made sense and are of such a value than they are for the moment. And that's, you have its books, eh? you read them 10 years later and it's a different book. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
when you're ready, yeah. the teacher appears, as they say. So, so let's let's dissect this because this may not be what you're focused on as your limiting belief, but the principles are going to be the same. So once you identify, okay, where might this come from? Then the next step is to think, okay, that's what I've believed because of X, Y, Z, but I can rewire my brain. I can rewire my subconscious. So it's simply that we're just, we're change, we're going to change from one train track to another train track. And how we do that, Claudia said one thing that was, was absolutely beautiful. I nourish what I'm working on. So when you think of that word nourish, so you, you, you feed, you water the thing that you are working on. So whatever it is, mm -hmm. like in Claudia's case, she wants to not feel that she has to work in order to be, work hard in order to be successful, is more expensive, has fun, things can happen with ease. So then she's reading books, she's looking for words, she's looking for different affirmations. And what we talked about two weeks ago, making a study of the thing that you want to have in your life. Uh -huh. So whether that's more money, whether that's a better relationship, whether that's creating ease, you want, you want to make that your study for a period of time. And that's mm -hmm. really how we rewire. Yeah, understand. Because we just, in, when you think about rewiring, you, you always want to think what we believe and what we think is only because we've believed and we've thought that for a, a long time. We just keep walking down that path so that it's no longer grass, it's just a walked path. So all we need to do is start thinking over and over something new which will then create a belief that's new. Yeah. And the quickest way is to make a study of that and to catch yourself. And this, this is what I've been noticing with Claudia on the past calls for the past few months is she will say something that is reaffirming what she wants to believe. So yeah, even, yeah. even if it's not like 100% her yet, she's not allowing language in that's not affirming what she wants to believe. So whatever it is that you are working on, the reading of books, the finding of words, you know, putting it like, or you know how we talked about two weeks ago, and if you if you don't feel like I am, etc. Does anyone remember what the bridging phrase is? Vicky, you've been using it quite a bit in in SoulPro. Yeah, I, I am the type of person yeah. that, well, for me at the moment, I'm the type of person that earns 1,000 US a week. Mm. So I keep saying over and over. Yeah. I am the type of person who, da, 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 da. I am the type of person who stays focused. I am the type of person who does things with ease. I'm the type of person that time expands for me. And for some reason that, that, that bridging fit, bridging phrase instead of I am can sometimes help us believe it more on our way to becoming that. Because the jump to I am loving, I am wealthy can be too big of a jump. But I am I am the type of person who is a beautiful bridging phrase. And it makes us then take the action that that type of person would do. And that's mm -hmm. really how we become yeah 
become this is by being and taking that action. But I, I think that the hard thing for me, for example, mm. I grew up in a very intellectual family. My father intellectual, my mother intellectual, and then th therefore I wanted to be a sport. In sport, basketball, I did this basketball, baseball. I was very good in sports and all these things because in order to, to avoid a little bit of intellectuality. But anyway, is something that for me is very important. And this content is always, uh, you're here? Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, hard. I'm all the time out. Um, and that that content, yeah, I, I am out again. I said uh, this intellectuality atmosphere that I was living when I was young um, is still uh, is very important for me. That's why content for for everything is for me very important. That also that creates a barrier because I'm very critic. I'm very critic in everything. So it's one thing that for me is quite difficult to, not to analyze, I know myself very well, you know, to change really, to change because um, I found I, I want to post some, something socially and I found it, oh, it's ridiculous. That's, oh no, that's that's all that's, you know, this, this uh, I, make myself almost all the time a very strong critic for content. So uh, it's something that uh, is all the time present in this, in this work. And I don't know how I can change it because uh, that's why I was trying to read this moral revolution to, to be more capable for this, uh, to be more social and more human, not so intellectual, not so much uh, mm. trying to find the best uh, the best content, yeah, you understand? It, it, it's for me difficult. I don't know how can I change that. It's it's, it's very strong in my in my beliefs, mm. and that's, that's hard. That's why I don't know. <laughs> mm. I I can I ask you a couple questions just to make sure I understand? Yes, of course. Okay, so when you say content, like like happy, calm, peaceful, like you want to feel calm, content. But the yeah. critical voice interrupts that contentness because you feel critical of yourself. Is that in my understanding? Yes, I feel critical of myself, but I, I feel also critical for things that uh, that uh, are on my work all the time. I was working very hard. I was very successful, very young in my work, and I was always very successful. Mm. Uh, uh, and as a Susanna associate, I am very successful personally with my community. You hear me? I'm out. Yes. Yep. <laughs> you hear me? I am out all the time. I'm so sorry. Um, I work okay with my community and I'm quite successful with my community. I mean, I'm very negative and very critical myself for myself. For myself, I see myself uh, very critical, and it's something that in my personal development is still hard. Mm -hmm. This obstacle mm -hmm. all, always is present. So yeah. this piece, as you said, is is not achieved. It's not achieved. Mm -hmm. I always need to be better mm -hmm. and better.
better. I'm better. And I don't know how, how can I how can I improve that thing. Uh, to think a little bit, uh, okay, it's not so necessary. They contend not so much uh, what I think. No, to, to make something nice and easy. You know, an easy, an easy thing. Not so complicated. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to, to achieve that. <laughs> it's, it's not working, not at the moment. I'm very negative and critic, therefore. Yeah. In my work, in my work, in my work. Yeah. It's, it's probably quite a, a complex issue. So my response is probably not going to be as, as um, probably as distinctive as it could be. But I think for all women and men too, but I think women especially, we're very hard on ourselves. And I think when we, if we can be gentler on ourselves, I don't think we can ever go wrong. I'm not gentle. <laughs> I'm not gentle enough. Yeah. Uh, the thing of aging for me is very hard, Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Very hard. Yeah. Aging for me is the end. Yeah. Was, was the end. I'm working hard on that because I was very successful, you know attractive etc and then aging is for me the end of of everything you are you're old and that's it yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> for that what i yeah that's true. true yeah i i have this problem yeah i have this problem for that what i would do since uh, four years four years i have that problem very strong yeah yeah, I, in our culture, that's that's very much um, a big issue. You know, it's it's only now that it's becoming a little bit more um, talked about that when we when we reach like fifty and over, like that is such a beautiful time because we're so much wiser, we're more in connection with our intuition, etc. So I'm I'm gonna get a couple of books because I I think probably for everyone I can just put this as well. But I would definitely read books on why it's so good to be 50, 60, 70, so it can change your perspective. Okay. Christine, Thank Christiana Northrup does a really beautiful book. Um, I think it's called Goddesses. Goddess is something. It's just beautiful. So I'll, I'll give that to everyone. But that, that is definitely an area you can, you can make a study of is women that just feel like I'm getting better as I'm getting older. You know, like they feel more in the I knew that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that will be, and I'll get some books for you for that too. But to just go back to the other topic, I think for every, every woman, we can be gentler on ourselves, but also to, in the morning and, and the evening, really create time for you, like a, just a little baby practice in the morning where you get up and just sit with yourself, even for like five minutes and then in the evening as well. And what I would do is think of all the things that you did well. And, and yeah, focus on, because you know where our attention goes, that's, we just create more of it. So just like someone would practice gratitude when they're trying to get out of a funk, what I would do is focus on what you've done well and keep, keep that as your focus. Because okay. if we think of, like if we had all of us had a little child right now that was beating herself up, what would we tell that child? You know, we would say yeah, like, sure. you're amazing. Like, did you see what you did good today? And mm -hmm. anyone outside would tell that to you, but we, we've got to be that to ourselves. Yes. Okay. And what helps me is I always think, and it's so simplistic, but if, if I do the best I can, 
And specifically what helps me is I, I try to always stay in integrity with what I say I'll do. No, yes. So like sure. if I, because if I don't do that, I feel like my confidence lowers because I stop trusting myself. But I always think if I do the best I can, and if I do the things that I say I'm going to do, and I remember we can always renegotiate with ourselves on Sunday night, <laughs> if we've set the bar too high, we, we've just got to be conscious of that. But if I do the best I can, and I admit when I'm wrong, because we do make mistakes, and I forgive myself, and I forgive other people, that no one can ask more of me. You know, like, that that's we're doing the best that we can i think we all and there's a really beautiful saying by i can't remember who but basically like we do the best we can until we realize there's another way to change and then we change you know if if we were psychopaths and we're not changing and we're hurting people yes we have something to be accountable for <laughs> are psychopaths the person no i can never remember there's like psychopaths and there's anyway but as long as we're not doing things to hurt people and we're trying to improve and we don't beat ourselves up, that's all anyone can ask of us. And what, we what I like here, go ahead, Cardi. what I like here is um, there is no failure. There's either success or I learn. And that helps me a lot. What helped me a lot, because I am very was very self-critical, Renata, not that I was super successful or super gorgeous when I was younger, but very critical because my father, beautiful as he was, was quite critical. Okay. But I remember coming across something, uh, and you will have seen it, but it speaks to me all the time. You would never speak to anyone else the way you speak to yourself. And that pulls me up every time whenever I'm being self-critical because I would never say that to anybody else. There's no way I would do that. So it's that self-love and self-compassion, isn't it? It's like, stop. <laughs> yeah. Can I add something to I mean. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a real uh, entrenched habit because, you know, we've had it for so long. Uh, mine was terrible. I really had to work hard on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank and you. beautiful word, self-compassion. Yeah. Can I can oh, I add something to that? Like what you said before, Carmen, spend five minutes to yourself. This is what I had to learn. <clears throat> For me, it was always do, do, do things, right? Just to get a little bit of love from my mum. She never had, you know, a lot of time for me. But now what I've learned is doing what Carmen says, take five minutes to yourself asking these questions but get out of here and come from here when you come from your heart you wouldn't be that tough yeah. on yourself mm -hmm. to me that was the biggest change for me yeah because i do okay. love myself we all love ourselves so get out of here and of come from here <laughs> that's my little bit of advice it works and you know what it works better the older you get i speak from experience True. Yes. Yeah, Thank totally. You. I agree. Yes. I feel so much more confident, much more assertive, much more self-loving. Thank you, everybody. That I'm about to be 60. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm the baby. You're the baby. <laughs> I am here the old. Daphne's the baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're all Daphne's age once too. Yes. We were. We were. Yeah. But as you can I say something too, Carmen, it's true, like even like my 
age, like all the women I know are putting so much expectation on themselves, even myself, I'm the same. And it comes back from my parents and yeah, my mum who was always, like she was the home, home cooker and home, you know, the home housewife and my dad was the, you know, the gatherer. <laughs> so there was a lot of expectations there and yeah, I'd go to dance practices and jazz and soccer and sports and get good grades and my Filipino mum would show off to the community. So there's that, it's like a guilt. I have a guilt and I have a lot of high expectations. Mm. But as, I, as I'm learning with, as I age, is yeah, having those talk to yourself in the mirror <laughs> moments and journaling yes, is journal. my biggest. Yeah, I've always had a diary since I was young and I never thought much of it until it hit me at university. So, and now, now I still use it. So I always look back and analyze and we self-analyze. But yeah, I get where we're all coming and I'm excited to age. <laughs> I'm excited for my gray hairs. <laughs> I just tell everyone, just don't worry. It's just your, we're aging gracefully into goddesses. Yeah. Good. Well said. Wise one. <laughs> Uh, and I, I think to remember, you know, feeling guilty or feeling bad never does any good. You know, it's it's just if if we've made a mistake, we're learning. And if we have to ask someone forgive for 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 forgiveness, we can do that. Um, but to never beat ourselves up because it just it doesn't do anything good. Mm. And we're all human. We're all human. We all make mistakes. Mm. And we need to love more, but where does that start? You know, we have to love ourselves and give compassion to ourselves. And in your business as well, you know, that's so much why we do the WAP so that every Sunday night you can look and say, okay, is this really what I still want? Did I set the bar too high? Do I need a kick in the yoga pants? You know, whatever it is, but it's meant for you to just assess and then move on, but feeling good. You know, never yeah, beat yourself exactly. up. Yeah. yeah. And I love so much the, the button, what was good today also, that yes. you put it in. Yeah. My, my exercise is that I better put it in on the evening of the day because the next day, as I, time expands, I don't recall. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's one of my exercises to every evening put something in this box. <laughs> Yeah. So Renee, yours has to be, what did I do good today? <laughs> well, with like these that? advices, my God, it's great. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Sure. Yes. That was good. <laughs> such a good question. All right. So just to wrap, wrap this up. Um, so just thinking about, and we'll maybe do one more session. We'll see what comes up next week. If there's something we need to move on to, but it's so important to cover these uncover these things that are preventing us from moving forward. So just identifying it, seeing where you think you got it, not to st stay stuck in that, because a lot of people just stay stuck in that. So, but we just wanna figure out, okay, where do I think it could have come from? And then how do I shift it? And usually it's by making a study of it and literally rewiring and creating new beliefs for that, that tabletop that we want. We wanna get rid of the old tabletop, new tabletop with new legs for belief. 
And then it's almost like you, you create a collection of books and words and thoughts. And, and when you start looking for how can I live my life very easily and still get great results, you'll start seeing it everywhere. Movies, songs, a conversation, like whatever we look for, we find. All right. Well, let's um, we'll take our picture and then I'll post it. And then Tally, I think you're you're probably used to this now, but we always do our two ahas and our two action steps from the call, just so we can really integrate the information. But also, it's so good to read everybody's ahas and action steps because Annette will say something. I'm like, where did she hear that that in the call? That's so good. <laughs> so it just helps us learn from each other as well, which was so good for this this conversation actually. All right, so let's take a picture. Um, so our first one is just for Talia's knowledge. It's just our normal happy faces. So one, two, three. And then we do our, or we get our crazy on. One, two, three. Ah! Crazies again. Nice, Claudia. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, love you guys all so much, Talia. So good to have you on live. Really glad you're part of our tribe. Um, keep the questions coming throughout the week. And um, I can't, oh, it's, we've got a little bit of time to the sip and, sup, sip and scrub. So I can't wait to hear about that. It's April 21st. Is that right? Did you say? I can't remember. What it was. 30th. So for, for the Australians, it's 1st of May. Okay. And for the others, it's 1st of May. I'm of Europeans actually as well. It's because it's one o'clock on the first of May, and in US it's still thirtieth of April. Okay. Make sure you check though, because there's daylight changing everywhere. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good point. But, yes. But we have like four more weeks. Huh? So. Yeah. Yep. No. You, no. Next week is already the end. Of, oh no, April. Sorry. Apologies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I've got it all changed already. It's, is it changing again? Next week again. Is, for Sydney is coming back to our. Oh time. yeah, it has to be next weekend then. Yeah, yeah. and then always over the weekend. Yeah. Then we're all back to changing next weekend too. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get it. You'll you'll make sure everyone has their Google Calendar downloaded because that will mm. be on track. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's all right. Change for you so. Okay. Okay. Good All night, right. everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Thank, Thank you. Everyone. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.